So what is life like involved in the far right? We've heard stories of having to prove how tough you are in front of others at demos to show no weakness in any form. But what happens behind closed doors? But what happens when that far right member has no one that they have to show no fear to? Now, I'm a former far right member and there was many nights where I'd lay in bed looking up at the ceiling not having a single clue what I was going to do with my life. I didn't see a career path and in all honesty, I didn't see any positivity in my life. I didn't see a future. It was like I carried the weight of the world on my shoulders all day and then as soon as I laid down in bed at night and tried to sleep, that weight would come from my shoulders and sit on my chest and just like pin me down to the bad decisions that I had made. As a kid, I had so many dreams. I wanted to be a pro football player, a pro MMA fighter, and at one point, I wanted to even join the RAF. However, once I joined the far right, I lost sight of all that. The only thing on my mind was an overwhelming sensation of being lost. The only direction that I knew I was going towards was the next conflict with someone online, someone at a demo, or the police. There was no light anywhere. Every time I took a step on this far right path, I just seemed to get further away from my goals and further into this darkness. I had always been a fighter though, I never backed down from any battles, you know, I was one of them where I'd rather go to war knowing I'd lose, rather than turning around and having to run away and show that I was scared. However, I remember having this battle with what was inside my head, and this battle was much tougher than any person I'd ever fought. Now, there was one or two uh, weeks after a demo where I remember this getting really bad. Um, basically, at a demo, a journalist had got a, a, a very clear picture of me and um, this picture was made public. Now, this was before my family knew what I was really involved in as well. Uh, so after this picture went public, I was very paranoid um, that you know my family could pick up one of these papers and see me in it. Now, on top of that, I was also paranoid that someone from you know the opposing side would come searching for me. Like I said, I had never been one to back down from a fight, but I actually hated the thought of one of my friends or one of my family members copying for something that I had done, um, you know, if the people searching for me couldn't find me, myself. Now, during these couple of weeks, I'd do some really weird stuff, if I'm honest with you. Um, for example, I'd sleep with my bedroom door wide open, so if anyone did break into the house coming looking for me, they'd find me first and hopefully leave my flatmate alone. Uh, while walking home, I'd sort of uh, throw as many left and rights as possible. I'd even jump over a few garden fences to try and throw people off if they was following me home. And I'd also make sure there was no patterns in my life in any way, shape or form, you know. I wouldn't go to the same coffee shop. I wouldn't get the same train every day. You know, I'd, I'd throw in as many, like, um, as many little things to make sure there was no patterns in my life whatsoever. Now, there's something else as well. Now, um, I've never wrote about this. I've never spoke about this to anyone before if I'm honest with you but I think if you guys out there hearing this can relate it's probably worth talking about because if it can help someone um, you know it's no good just being stuck in my own mind so there was this voice in my head now it wasn't any of that like devil on the shoulder angel on the other shoulder sort of stuff it was my own voice talking to me now when I lay in bed at night I had this huge weight on top of me as I mentioned and I'd hear this voice just calling me a bitch, a wimp, a chicken, or just constantly referring to me as weak. Now this this voice would keep me awake at night, if I'm honest with you. And I remember one one particular night. Now I remember this voice, or whatever you want to call it. I don't know if it's a voice, or whatever it was. I don't know if it's myself talking to myself, but we'll call it a voice for the sake of argument. I remember this voice talking to me and encouraging me to go out and strike first. I was that anxious and that paranoid 
and I was a hun- I was I was honestly I was a hundred percent convinced that people was coming for me and planning an attack on me. That this voice was just like, sod it, let's go take the fight to them. Now, thankfully, um, not long after this voice started, Prevent managed to step in and I end up leaving the far right. But I have sat down many times. Now I've left the far right and just wondered to myself, what would have happened if I didn't leave when I did? How far would that voice have really encouraged him to go? So I guess the point that I'm trying to make, lads, all lasses, you know, whoever's listening to this, is that it's okay to drop your guard at times. Um, I know we do build these walls around us to sort of show how tough we are. Um, but, you know, when you do that, you you know, you, you, you don't always show how tough you are. And you definitely do block those dark thoughts in with you. Now, if you ever fancy a chat, and this chat will be confidential too, message us at Exit UK. You know, we've walked the same walk as you. We've thought the same thoughts as you. Let us tell you how we got through it and advise you on how you can too.